Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. In jihad. Yes. Wait, am I all leaders? He won't. We are all live, and you are doing the call of prayer, my friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Say, so, yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know, you're I don't know what that is either. I don't yeah. know what that is. All right, folks. It is Wednesday. It's Rogue Coin. We're back. We're back. We're back on the attack. Don't ask your friend Jack because you might get smacked. The bloodbath mm. continues in the crypto arena. Don't you know that something is not quite smooth like Farina? <laughs> <laughs> like Dennis Farina? He passed away. That's not, I'm talking about Farina, man. The cream of wheat, bro. Come yeah. on. <laughs> well, I thought you were talking about Dennis Farina. Huh? Who is doing Dennis Farina? Listen, you want to talk about my Italian friends, you're going to use a last name that's Italian. Oh. I'm going to tell somebody. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Related to Tony Fanoc. Fanoc. Hey, hey. Hey. Oh! Uh, Dennis Farina was, uh, you, you watched the movie Snatch with Brad Pitt and, uh, you know, all that? Love Snatch, man. Oh, my God. One of the greatest, funniest movies ever made, man. Yeah, I don't think I saw that. Dennis Farina is. Dude, go watch Snatch. Give you a life mission to go watch Snatch. It's, it's, it's amazing. Seriously, though, it's one of the uh, best, one of the best movies out there. Like, it's got. I, be- I was crying from beginning to end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, this is guy Ritchie is the best. Um, and Dennis yep. Farina plays cousin, uh, uh, cousin Avi, the one from New York. I think that's. Yep, 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 yep. Avi. Yeah. Yeah. What does he say? Is I want to go to beaches. I, I want to. I want a nice warm beach with a little drink with cocktails, a little umbrellas in them. Like you That's know that, that guy. That's him. That's it, uh, folks. We're back. We're back. It, it's Rogue Coin. Check us out on thecryptoschool.io. Thecryptoschool.io. Link is in the description box. Uh, join the watchers trade room where we're the only ones getting it right. We're smacking it. We're slapping it. We're choking the the market. We're Getting what we need out of it, we're abusing it like a like a like a pimp. <laughs> we're abusing it like a pimp on one of his hoes. That's what how are we, we do it. That's how we're treating the crypto markets. Hey, Frank, right now, <laughs> don't make me have to slap a market. Yeah, don't make slap me have- <laughs> yes, bit slapping the markets and taking profits. That's Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Is simple Frank gonna have to choke a chart? <laughs> We're choking on charts like Wayne Brady choking a bitch. That's how we do it. <laughs> hey, oh, that, that, that Dave Chappelle show is just the funniest. Oh, For those of us who don't know what we're referencing, like we're not saying that Wayne Brady hurts people. This is a Dave Chappelle joke, right? So it, it was an that. it was a, a a montage done back in the day in Wayne and the Dave Chappelle show. So funny, <laughs> so funny. Do we got some big big news today? Yes. Um, you know, before we Huge. get into the news, I, I want to just do a general market, just a quick update. Yeah, go for it. So, you know, we're looking at Bitcoin right now on the 30-minute chart. And Bitcoin is uh, it, its doing what we've talked about on the show. We talked about it in great detail. It's called the Momentum Ignition Algorithm. This is a market abuse algorithm. And what it does is it causes these real quick swings up and down. Uh, the big boys who have the money to push this around, they're making money off of it. Uh, you know, we, we went into great detail 
on the last show how it works. But how it works for us in the trade room is that if we do have the ability, and we don't always, but if we do have the ability to see how this is going to go, um, you know, we can also profit on that. And there is one guy out there who does have that ability. Um, does anybody know this guy? Is it Crypto Cowboy? It is the man they call the Cowboy, a.k.a. the Supreme Wizard, who's uh, the light of Allah, the eye, eye light of Allah shines, shines upon him. Yes. Yeah. yeah, most of that is probably true. Um, now, it's actually, Billy Bob. Let's, let's give credit for where credit's due. God damn it, everybody knew it. I was in the back. Get Billy Bob, get the hell out of my room. Billy Bob is not allowed on the show today. Um, all right, okay. so. He's a Billy Bob. He takes much time. All right. So uh, basically, I'm not perfect. And uh, I don't always call these correctly, even though I kind of know what to look for. And I know what the signs are. And it's kind of complex, but it's not always correct. However, lately, I just want to bring something up here. Give me a second. I have to kind of like copy and paste a link. I drew this um, when everything started to kind of like settle down after the most recent large uh, movement in Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. um, I drew this copy. Uh, maybe, hopefully, it's going to let me paste this. No, hold on. It's an image. <coughs> copy link. Here we go. All right, this should work. Okay. So, Ooh. if you guys can see on the screen, I'll do my best to make it a full screen. Um, so, I just put up. You see this upward wedge? Can everybody see this uh, on the on the screen? Yes. Everybody's yep. able to see. Okay, yep. good. So this was the movement of Bitcoin. This is like the 7,000, you know, kind of back before this screen on the left, right? So we had the big drop and then we had this kind of that initial run up to about 7,700, which is where my target was. I figured it wouldn't go above there. It, it, it did actually wick up to around 7,780. And then it fell to, now the target that I chose was like 7,300. It didn't quite make it there. Um, you know, back here, I called that it was going to fall to 7,300. And I mean, it fell to like 7,350. I think it was actually 7,353 or whatever, depending on what exchange you look at. And then I drew this yesterday. This was yesterday. I was, um, I was working. I was on a train on the way to San Diego. Like, All right, I'm just going to draw this out, you know, draw these lines here. This is what I think it's going to do. And, you know, if you look back here, you copy this pattern, like that's kind of like a reasonable way to do that. But that's not the only thing. Um, you can copy this pattern all day long. If you do it wrong, you're going to be wrong. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into it. But the next thing I said it would do is we travel along this kind of top line in the high, like 7,500 area, 7,600 area, and then drop down to the 7,500. And I just based on this rough drawing, um, I said it would happen kind of like early on the 7th, maybe late on the 6th. Now we're actually going to go to the chart since we've seen this. Let's see here. Okay, so here we are live. Um, <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, this is it. <laughs> wow. Um, so basically, you had this big drop right here to this 7,300 that I was it actually dropped on Binance to 73.53, I think it was. And then um, it rocketed up. And that's this is where I started my drawings. And I said early on the 7th, it would drop down to 7,500. That's right here. So just to flip right back Same. to that picture, early on the 7th, it dropped down to 7,500. Damn! Um, yeah, so this is now, again, This is, I can't always call these correctly, so I'm not going to claim to like know everything and you know chicken bones and all this, but there are a few things to look for 
And we do share what we look for and how to actually find these drops. You share them. It's called www.thecryptoschool.io. Go ahead to that website. In there, they have a room called Watch Us Trade. And if you go sign up for that, you actually get to let me and Crypto Z entertain you with how we know how to make these moves. But let me tell you something. If you can understand how these things happen or how other things happen that are, you know, other types of patterns, basically you have a printing press. And V, tell me what we are in this to do. Why are we doing all this trading? What is the goal here? The goal is to increase our hotel bag so we can actually so we can stack actual real assets like mm -hmm. gold. Mm -hmm. Flexibility. So liquidity to what's that yeah that's called freedom uh freedom yeah. is, is the ultimate answer to that and so basically you know guys like me crypto z uh you know v and the guys frank all of us what we do is we take our profits from cryptos and we turn them into gold we actually have a platform that we're going to talk about here in a little bit that allows for that and this platform is very special it's the only platform in the world that I know of where we are not required to report anything to taxing agencies legally. That's not our responsibility. So that, that's another conversation altogether. Um, the last thing I want to bring up, and uh, V, I think that you're probably going to be pretty um, knowledgeable as to how this should work. Because uh, V, do you ever like to be told, yes, you are right? Do you like to hear that? No, I don't. I hate it, in fact. You can't stand that stuff, right? You can't stand it when people tell me I'm right. V, it's we're happening right so time. often, you get sick of it. You get sick of it, yeah. I, can't, I don't like it anymore because I, I lose more friends that way. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, I, tend to, I tend to have friends who are right about things. But um, So it, it, now I posted this article, and I would have to bring it up. But let me see if I can get this. It's on uh, – it is uh, – let me see here. SEC chief says agency won't change security laws to cater to cryptocurrency. That's on CNBC. Um, it came out this morning, 7.45 a.m. And basically what he has said and the way that I'm reading this article, and it's pretty clear, um, a quote from this article is that cryptocurrencies, this came from Clayton. <clears throat> Clayton is the uh, Jay Clayton. He's actually like the chair of the SEC. His yeah. comment was crypto. This is a quote from the article. Cryptocurrencies, these are replacements for sovereign currencies, replace the dollar, the euro, the yen with Bitcoin, Clayton said. That type of currency is not a security. Wow. Those are his words. Now, he did say that ICOs will be treated as a security. Um, mm. So, you know, and that was kind of to be expected. Um, so that came from Jay Clayton, and that was in CNBC. That's a pretty broad, open thing right there. So, I mean, what, what's everybody's opinion on that? That's amazing. That's huge. That's a that's a very very big um, deal because, you know, obviously the biggest deal right now was uh, Ethereum being classified as a security, not so much mm -hmm. the platform but actually the coin, um, and how it was going to affect all other coins that were ERC twenty tokens. Um, now, from a from a fundamental standpoint, guys, don't sleep on Ethereum right now. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna let you guys know right now. Do not sleep on Ethereum. Um, if this news is legitimate, and um, it's most likely is legitimate because Cowboy is saying it, um, you are looking at the fact that now investors and the way big money is going to think is that they're going to look at Ethereum right now as a safe haven. A lot of people were not looking at Ethereum just because, one, um, they had scalability issues. However, recently I posted a, a news article 
inside of the Slack room stating that um, Vitalik is actually going to be aiming at 1 million transactions a second. Mm -hmm. wow. wow. That's what Ethereum is looking to be, is a million transactions a second, guys. So that would completely blow out the competition. No one even comes close to a million transactions a second right now. Um, so that would be huge. And the person to do it would be, you know, Vitalik. Vitalik. Um, and then two um, was his whole security factor. And if Ethereum itself is deemed not a security uh, token, um, then you're going to see larger investors start coming in, plug it into Ethereum. You know, it's a safe harbor. It's the second highest market cap coin. Um, it's pr most likely going to grow, from my opinion, at least. Wow. Yep. Yeah, Vitaly. So you, heard it from it, you, you heard it right here, guys. You know, I'm telling you right now, this is what I see from a fundamental standpoint on Ethereum. I want to know what uh, Schizo Lizard sees. Schizo Lizard is still focused right now on Litecoin. <laughs> He's yeah, still Jim focused on Litecoin, along with, along with Past Frank. <laughs> how, dare, how dare you bring me into that? Oh, past Frank, yes. I, yes. Call, I said past Frank. I said past it's Frank. Still, it still hurts that you lumped me in with them. <laughs> it's past Frank. Why do you hurt me, Z? Yeah, so Litecoin like is like the little fly that Schizo Lizard likes to like lick off the rock. And that's 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 where that's where Lizard Boy is right now. Um, I did I brought up the article so people could see it right on CNBC. If you guys can see it on the screen, that's pretty amazing. Chairman, um, Kurtz Kurtzies, and what Z said about Ethereum, like guys, don't take that lightly. Um, I've been saying this for as long as uh, I used to just listen to Vitalik back in the day, like when I had time before I was doing this kind of work, and um, I was only trading. And I would actually listen to like Vitalik's interviews, and I spent a lot of time learning about him. And I've been saying this for a long time, do not underestimate Vitalik. Because he goes quiet does not mean he is not doing anything. So Vitalik, Dovarish, Spasibo. Hey, um, so Cowboy, like, can you go into the direct implications of the chairman saying it's not a security. Like, what is that? What does that mean for things like exchanges? What is it? You know, are there any tax implications of that? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, actually, yeah, can you guys can you guys get into the details of that? Because I think V might speak a little better to that. But the 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 short answer from my end is that it's not like they're still going to want to regulate things. They're still going to want to put the cap on it. They're still going to want to make it to where people are gonna have to somehow pay off the clearing houses yeah. and keep the system. What they're gonna do with the cryptos is they're going to probably, it, we've been talking about them compressing it, range binding it. And I think personally that they're going to stabilize it so they can fit it into the um, this box of the big banks making money on derivatives. They wanna derivatize the, the mm -hmm. currency. So that's what I think is gonna happen. But at least this is like, a battle that is won such that crypto Z is, is actually saying, I think maybe the most important thing in this whole conversation is that Ethereum itself, especially um, being seen as a safe haven, that that's one to look at. But as far as the wider implications uh, V, you were talking about like the CFTC versus SEC versus like a bunch of people and no one can make a decision. Now this seems like maybe there's something new to add to that story. Absolutely, man. There's, you know, here's the deal. Um, the deal is this, these guys, you know, like, here's what he says, right? He says, uh, we're not going to do any violence to the traditional definition of security that has worked for such a long time. And what he's also saying that is that, um, 
We've been doing this a long time. There's no need to change the definition of what a security is. This is what Clayton's talking about. Clayton said the U.S. has built a $19 trillion securities market. That's the envy of the world. <laughs> they have a $19 trillion balloon market. That's the envy of the world. Okay. All right, Clayton. Clayton. Clayton's hitting that peyote hardcore. He's mm-hmm. hitting that banker, that banker PCP, that banker um, uh, meth as hard as he can. The agency is not adjusting the rules for fundraising processes known as the initial coin offerings, he said. But ICOs have raised $9.1 billion this year alone. Now, if you have an ICO or a stock, you want to sell it into a private placement, follow the private placement rules. So if you want to do an IPO, take it uh, with the token, come see us. So, yeah, he wants, like you said, uh, Cowboy, what they want to do with the ICOs, they want to securitize that. They want to make it uh, just like you know doing an IPO. Same processes, accredited investors, blah, blah, blah. So oh, you mean, so uh, you mean uh, the same graft that goes on? Is that what they Oh, want? yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That, and that's, that's, when all, they that's say, all that is. That's just graft. Yeah. And when they and when they say things like, oh, yeah, we want to make uh, uh, cryptocurrencies, ju- we want to treat them just like currencies, why? Why are they saying that? So there are going to be some of the crypto markets because, again, those in the crypto markets don't understand the bigger picture. They don't get a lot of them don't get the bigger game that's being played. Your rivalry in this whole entire thing in cryptos is the bankster. The bankster hates you. The bankster wants to defraud you. The bankster wants to do everything he can to get you. And that's why cryptocurrencies are born as an alternative to the banksters. Now, some of the crypto community think it's a great idea to get in bed with the banksters, that the banksters will somehow take care of them. That is like the chicken getting into bed with the fox. Eventually, the fox is going to eat you. So with, with them, in this monumental statement that Clayton, that Jay Clayton said today, stating that cryptocurrencies are currencies and will be regulated as such, it is going. it is putting out the regulatory net to treat these things exactly as if it was a sovereign currency. What that would mean is it's, they're going to have taxation laws, uh, regulatory laws. They're going to have all sorts of regulations coming in, and they will do what they can to regulate and control it as best as to their ability. That's what it means. So the way we get out of it in the, in the cryptoverse is to innovate our way out of it. You see, we're we're supposed to be at the stage of the game where we're supposed to be developing our own exchanges, our own modalities, our own methods without any sort of government interference whatsoever. We should be like deleveraging into our own communities. But what has occurred is because of, of a few quote unquote volatile events that have occurred in cryptos, we are not running forward into innovation, but we're running back into tyranny and draconian regulations. That's the problem. And that's why we created our platform as a clarion call to the entire world. You know, it's interesting because there is like, I have two separate mentalities. Um, You know, we're in this to do a lot of things. And I love, you know, I love to help people. It just so happens that like my entertainment is helping people be very entertained and um, it's inspiring people to do their own research. And and this is mine and crypto Z's and and quite frankly, Frank's and, and all of us together, our entertainment is inspiring people to actually go out and do something extremely ballsy. And I know that I thanked everybody and, and wanted to acknowledge everybody who has the guts to take their money and put it into a new market that is not that well known and to go in there and learn how to trade. My acknowledgement goes out to you. Now, what we do also have, though, is that we have um, a fear-based financial culture. People are afraid to lose money. And so what they'll do is they want to run to the safety of Big Brother and say, oh, SEC, 
protect us. And, you know, um, technically there's a degree of protection that comes from the SEC. I'm not going to take that away from them. Uh, you know, let's, let's be realistic. I mean, they're not all bad over there. Um, but the reality is, is that the big banks, for reasons, whether they believe those reasons are good or whether they believe those reasons are greedy or maybe there's a combination, I'm not let's take all the emotion out of this thing. Let's take all the bankers are evil. And I mean, just pretend that wasn't the case, even though, you know, it may very well be, but what bankers want to do is they want to make freaking money. Okay. And there's, there is one way to make money in this game and there, and bankers make money on fees. Fee income is where the bankers get their money and fees happen when money travels between uh, you know, like two different people. So if you take a look at Uber, Uber has no value. A friend of mine pointed this out recently. Uber has nothing. If Uber goes broke right now, like they don't have any assets to sell. They don't have any like cars or factories or nothing. What Uber has is cash flow, major freaking cash flow. That's what they got. And that's what the derivatives market has. The entire derivatives market is one big cash flow machine. So Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, we have the keys to the kingdom because as V just said, we have to innovate. We're creating our platform. There are decentralized exchanges. People can go international with their business. There are so many ways to innovate, but you got that massive amount of people. 90% of your investors or more out there are the fear-based ones where they want to get into the Bitcoin to, or whatever to make the money, but they don't want to take the risk of trying something new that's outside the box. So this is the difference. We are on the cutting edge and we have been for some time. And this is why you can come to www.thecryptoschool.io. That's www.thecryptoschool.io. Check it out. Description's in the link. We'll take a look at that stuff later. Um, but I think that uh, what's going on in the woo-woo space, Frank? I think we have some, some woo-woo business to talk about. Yeah, it's something interesting I was reflecting on with you guys. Um, and I would encourage everybody to go check this out. I don't think I'm misinterpreting this at all. Uh, I actually watched this segment of a video of video I'm going to mention a couple times, but our friend Cliff High, we've had on the show, we all you know love and respect Cliff, and uh, um, you know he certainly um, opened a lot of people's eyes to the usefulness and the future of cryptocurrency. He's been very quiet lately when it comes to the reports. I don't remember when the last report was out, maybe March, but probably more like end of February, something like that. And in a recent video, I think it was uh, May 28th or something like that, he came on and basically said for the foreseeable future, he doesn't have any plans to produce any more Alta reports or Bare Naked Wealth reports. The Bare Naked Wealth reports were the ones where he was uh, looking at different ICOs and, pre and predicting various movements in the crypto market, uh, Bitcoin, uh, ETH, EOS. He would, he would, and he had been getting for a while more cautious. I mean, even when we interviewed him, uh, and I've seen other interviews where he, he was getting more and more cautious about making any predictions about coins because he felt like he was he, he was in danger of actually influencing outcomes. Um, you know, I don't put words in his mouth, but that was the impression I got. Uh, right. But in this video, he, he just came out, you know, he said uh, he's, he's working on other things. He's making uh, he's working on some inventions. And he's and the other thing was. Um, it seems like uh, th that there's so much going on in 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 terms of people trying to predict, and I don't want to set you guys off, but he was saying <laughs> remote viewing and stuff like that, uh, psychics, people trying to predict coins that it was it was making it uh, really difficult to do an alta report. That part I'm not sure if I'm misinterpreting, but one thing was really clear uh, is that he's not coming out with them, and so you know that it made me think there was a time when. Um, 
you know, obviously I would do my own, I really would do my own research and I was, I was always looking stuff up, but in the early days, and I think this is true for a lot of people in our circles, uh, really the only research they look at, look at in terms of what ICOs to get involved with, what, what tokens to invest in, what coins to invest in, they would wait for those reports from Cliff. And I think this is actually going to leave a lot of people high and dry. So I'm wondering if, if we might have any suggestions for what they could do to find information. Oh, dude! No, no, I got, in the crypto have, realm. <laughs> we have the answer. It's 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 remote viewing. That's the answer now. <laughs> so, like, if, let's let's just say, let's say that you guys had like, um, I don't know, a lot of what you talked about came from Cliff High, and I'm not going to mention any names, but there are some guys out there that talk a lot about cryptos, and pretty much they're just talking about what Cliff High already said. Yeah. Well, now, if that's the case, if that's you, I don't want to mention any names. Say <laughs> snip. Um, so basically all you have to do is just like hire some psychics and like run your show that way. That's actually, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hire a, a remote viewer to just watch Z all day and see what he's reading about and investing in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know if you really want a camera inside Z's home. I, That's I, like, I do so badly. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Hopefully. No, but in all seriousness, uh, you know, not you know we we have the trifecta in watches trade. I, I don't mean to sound like a commercial, but it's the first thing I thought of. We have obviously in the watches trade room, you're getting the technical analysis, what we call TA. So that's coming constantly from both of you, especially cowboy. You're you're posting charts, especially lately, most often. But then we also have the two other kinds of analysis, which you know. And here's the thing. Uh, I learned a lot of stuff from from Cliff's reports and everything, uh, and that's pre predictive linguistics. We don't do predictive linguistics. Uh, at the same time, a lot of what Cliff was doing was just analyzing up and coming teams, analyzing their technology, analyzing the staff that were working on it, analyzing the product and whether or not it was worthwhile. Right? What would what would we call ninety percent of that? We we would call it fundamental analysis. Mm -hmm. Right. And then predictive linguistics is really just a measure. Uh, well, I shouldn't I, I don't want to minimize it, but uh, is very akin to what we would call sentiment analysis. And I think um, me, Cowboy and V would agree that uh, Z is the expert <laughs> on fundamental analysis and sentiment analysis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Z puts in a lot of time there. Um, I, and, I, you know, you know Z, Z actually is a hell of a charter. Um, he just lately has oh, absolutely. as much, as much too, time too busy, as yeah. he's, he's too busy. He's the, the second FA. best uh, fundamental analysis guy in the entire world. The first best being Schizo Lizard. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, y'all forgot about me. Bob is thir third me. best, third best, third best. But, but yeah. I can't even in count. In all seriousness, right? Like, no one, no one was talking about uh, some of the tokens that have become, you know, uh, standards in our room for charts that we're watching. Yep. And they've done incredibly well. And all those came from from you guys and your fundamental analysis and your sentiment analysis. You know, speaking yep. of, of that, um, and, and while Frank was explaining that, and for those of us who like maybe want to review the video um, for that last few minutes, I actually built like a short-term call. Now, we've been calling BNB. I know Z called it like a few months ago because of uh, like a potential coin burn. And uh, we did nicely on that. And so I, I remembered that and I, and I was watching just the actual chart pattern of it. 
and I saw some bullishness. And so we called it around 15 or 16 sets, like maybe a few weeks ago. And it's jumped. It so far has topped out at about 22.8. So, you know, this happened last night while I was asleep. It came back down and now it's in like a flag. And so when I, when I saw this, actually one of the guys in the room, uh, Crypto M, uh, was like, dude, it looks like there's a top for BNB. And I was like at the gym. And so um, I just saw like his notification come up because I actually know him and he texted me that. And so I looked and I'm like, yep. And I sold right here. And I told everybody I'm selling right here. We sold this morning at 22,300 uh, 22, sats. We got into BNB for those of us who actually would have just like bought, held and waited until then. Um, we got into BNB, that's me and Z. What was it, Z, 15? What do you call 15 or 16? Uh, yeah, so our entry, our initial entry, which was given live actually here on on air. I just want to let you everybody know that we actually talked about BNB having a token burn coming up. That was given at um, fourteen to fifteen for BNB. I think it was like fourteen five was when, was the price of BNB back then. Um, and then Cowboy, when he called it inside the room, uh, when the TA started making sense, because typically the way it goes, guys, is that FA plays first and then TA, and then SA, and then FA and SA sort of take over, which which pumps TA up. Um, but uh, I think our call into the room was 16-1. Yeah, see, there you go. You know, um, so I got in I got in big at 16-1, guys. I mean, I told everybody I was getting in big at 16-1. The FA made sense. If you look at if you actually look at the previous data about BNB, you can actually look at when and how the these token burns affect the market and it's i mean it's plain as day guys this is this is just you know be do, doing your due diligence um it's plain as day you can see that bnb pumps before yeah. every single person. just that simple shoot it's pumping right now a tiny bit hopefully it's not because we're talking about it because i sold it and i'm not buying it yet i ain't buying it I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still trekking along in. I haven't had time that I haven't had time to to really look at TA and like really trade actively because I'm, we've been doing mandala and all sorts of crazy, crazy added bonuses inside the watches trade room that I haven't really had time. So I've just been sitting inside of it. Yeah, yeah, you're more. Uh, Z is like the perfect example of why mid trade, mid term trades work out. So you know what we have is like. For a minute there, before we really started pulling in, like on the van and Mandala, and we were, you know, getting liquid base and all this, before our attentions were kind of split, you know, Z and I were just in there, like looking at what's the greatest new thing to go for, like mm -hmm. doing micro trades and doing like all these cool things. And I'm, I've kind of taken that part of it, mm -hmm. Z and his talent and contacts are bringing in the other half of it. Um, and then of course Z on the back end will tell me, Hey, make sure you look at this coin and then I'll look at it and then I'll, you know, do the charting. So we're still <clears> doing what we've always done. Um, but I think I just enjoy charting more than Z. There's not a question of skill. Oh yeah, no, no, no. There's that you definitely enjoy charting more than me. I definitely charting for me, guys. Remember, I um, I am just in the space to make money. I don't ever get married to any sort of space. Um, it's just that that simple. So charting yeah. for me is just a tool. Um, Cowboy actually likes to. Uh, well, likes see, what was I doing on Sunday night or Monday night, like Monday night, eleven o'clock? What was what was I charting? I know. Uh, where were you? I don't. I don't know, man. You were charting everything. I was Sunday. charting Disney. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 Disney. He was like charting Disney. I'm just like, what are you doing right now? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing charting your pennies that you're that, that that you're gonna make off of Disney, bro? Yeah, it's just. Well, actually, that might be a pretty big gain, but um, but I was like, 
I was just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we've been like working for several days. So I wanted to take some time to like do fun stuff. Now, most people, they watch television or whatever. Um, I chart things. It's just what I like to do. And I charted right in front of everybody's very eyes, a short term call on BNB. So guys like me, since this is all we do in a sense, I mean, this is not all I do, but guys who chart, what we'll do is we'll sell here, we'll buy here, we'll sell here, we'll buy here. Now it's not always the best thing to do, especially if you're not able to kind of do it all day. And that's the beauty of the midterm call. So if you're like, you know, Z, who's not focusing on charting right now, and what he's done is he's doing all these other things that are just bringing in mad money for everybody. Um, basically, you are more of a midterm person. And you can maybe take about, I don't know, Z, trading in a day, what do you spend 15 minutes maybe on your trades? I mean, total? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, guys, you know, the, the tough part about this, guys, is is obviously doing the charting, going through the coins. Remember, there's over there's over 1,500 coins on CoinMarketCap. Siphoning through every single one of them, essentially, and, and seeing what makes sense, guys, that's what takes time. Now, inside the watchers trade room, you don't have to spend that time to do it because Cowboy and, and, and me right now a little bit, um, we do that work for you guys. So uh, that's essentially what we provide. We provide that level of entertainment where we show you the charts. We show you when to get in. We show you where to get out and uh, or at least what we're doing and uh, you know it's your choice what to get in or get out um, now you don't have to spend any more time um, than just getting in at those levels and getting out at those levels yeah, we yeah. Did, in fact i got a i got a uh, a message uh the other night um from somebody who was commenting on our um trading 15 minutes a day video that we did cowboy hmm. and that we have that for members in the room uh where uh, in fact you know what I'm going to throw that up on the website as a bonus if people want to check it out at thecryptoschool.io. It won't be there this minute, but if you check back in the next few minutes, uh, I'm going to put that on the page that talks about the Watchers Trade Room. We'll put that as a bonus free video for people. Um, but I got a, oh, nice. a, a message. Congratulations. I got a message from a guy who um, he was like, man, that video like like really straightened everything out for me. And uh, you know, he said it, it, it calmed him down and, and made the whole room so much more useful to him. Cause we'll get people who come to us and just, they're like, they, every time a message comes across the Slack channel, they feel like they have to run to their computer and do something. And, uh, there are very few people out there who have that kind of time during the day. I mean, I don't have that kind of time during the day. So, you know, we, we've, we've shown people in a very simple way, how you can check in just a little bit throughout the day and update your trades and set a little bit of automation which is really not that hard to do a little bit of automation so that you can walk away with it without fear you, that you know it's going to be okay when you come back and i also wanted to comment z you, you said something earlier about um uh how you're not married to coins and i actually i i feel like that's one of the things you guys have have been breaking me of i still have a little bit of it i mean i definitely have the things that i hodl but i think that's been extremely helpful seeing that like this market is the thing that is exciting there's a lot of things in the market that we're excited about in the future but uh that doesn't mean you just have to ride it all the way down every time it goes yeah, through another market exactly. cycle ride ride some other exciting product up during that market cycle and then catch something else on the way up during that market cycle and yep. you do that a few times and you're going to see your investment um just just explode it's very yeah, we, talk, we even talked about that like you know z's not married to any paradigm um and nor am i not and that's why we work look here's the thing and you talk to any successful business person in any business because i've talked to a lot of them uh you know i everybody here in this group talks to a lot of them and what i find is that they all say that the only thing 
and this I learned this from my dad early on. Um, the, the, the thing that is always the same in business is that everything changes. So if you have a strategy, the only thing that remains the same is change. If the world changes and you don't, all you're going to see is taillights and food lines. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you, you need, so what I do, cause I can't give financial advice, but what I do is I am ready to change my strategy. Z and I took different strategies initially. I was a swing trader and Z was an FA guy. And so the swing trader got me really technically savvy and, uh, the, and the FA and SA that Z did, uh, you know, got him really savvy. And then the two of us worked together to get the best of both worlds. And so our actual strategy is diversified by the very nature that we focus on different areas, which is why relationships are important. However, if I were just doing this alone, I would make sure that I was like learning the FA, you know, I mean, I make sure I was looking into everything before I bought it and all that. I just, now I got Z for that. So, you know, I'm kind of lazy with that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, that's, but the actual call that everybody just watched me build for the last like 10 or 15 minutes is a freebie, everybody. Okay. Now that the major call has been done, the major money in the last couple weeks has been made. So now we're going to give it away. We actually called this for free, actually. Uh, now that I remember Z just said that five minutes ago, the big call on BNB, we called for free. The short term call though, this is the kind of stuff I do when I'm doing more my more active trading. I sold here this morning while I was like, you know, almost vomiting from leg day and the, and the gym. And then, so I'm going to buy down here, which is roughly around 21, five, 21, 6,000. So, you know, 21,500, 21,600 Satoshi. And I'll probably just hold it from here because the, the, the closer to the edge of this consolidation you get, the lower this volume on the bottom gets. So I'll just make a quick illustration for that too. Um, so you got this big run up and then the flag starts to build. So when you have a run up and with the beginning of the run up, if the average volume goes down, which you see this squiggly average line, that squiggly average line is showing a decrease in volume, right? So if you have a consistent decrease in volume in a consolidation in a bullish market, then chances are you're going to see a run up. My estimated run up is going to go to, some people say 25, 25 is like a nice even number. I think it's going to stop short probably around 24. So I'm going to actually like 24, three, 24, four, I'm going to sell, I'm going to sell here. I'm going to sell here and I'm going to sell here. So somewhere between 23 and 24. Now there is a chance at this fib level and I've been watching it. it this uh, has already respected the fib level. Okay. So if you look up here, it had this nice run up while I was sleeping. Damn, wish I didn't have to sleep. Um, and basically it hit right here at the, uh, I think this is, I'll have to roll back and see which fib level this is. Cause this is, well, we'll just leave it alone for now. We're, we're going to actually zoom out here in a bit. We'll be able to see it, but it respected the fib level drop down. Now we're consolidating below this Fibonacci level. Um, so if we jump up here, one of the plays could be on confirmation of bearishness is very important. Once you know that the rejection is going to happen, right? Or at least once you have a good idea that the rejection is going to happen, once you see it hit one of these kind of areas up here and start to fall, not a bad place to sell if you're a quick, nimble trader who sells all day long. And that's me. If you're like Z, who's really busy, then he's just going to hold it and it's going to ride up probably. And, you know, he'll, he'll probably just hold it through the coin burn. And that's a different story. But we do offer these quicker trades as far as entertainment is concerned in the room. Now, the bigger picture of BNB is going to look like this. Uh, let me jump to say the hourly. Okay. So now we're in this massive like flag and this is a conservative estimate that I've done here. Okay. Now, if I really wanted to get crazy, I would do, let me see here. What is this? 18. 
18, 3 to 22, 8. So that's 4, 5. So 4, 5 from here, 21, 6, 4, 5. That's 26,000. So essentially, if you guys are kind of looking for where I think it's going to go from here for real, eventually, I think it's going to go to this this 25 26 level i just think we're going to have some areas in here where there might be some scalp plays okay and in the short term i do think that a sell up here might not be such a bad idea however it could just simply rocket all the way up your next fib level is at 29 if you do it the way that i did it so you know uh you're just looking at some bullishness right now that's all there is to it that's what i see and of course if anybody sees anything different i'd love to hear about it Nope, that's uh that, that that makes sense. Um, guys, what's it called? Uh, uh don't s un, don't underestimate Binance Coin, guys. Um, you know, Binance was actually Binance Coin was actually one of the first major gains that I got as a young trader. I got in Binance Coin uh, BNB at fifty cents, and I wrote it all the way up to like I think like two dollars and eighty cents from that. Um, and of course, you know, you know, going back at it, I wish I held, but you know, at that time, I thought I made a ton of money, and it was just incredible. But um, <laughs> Binance actually has some extremely good FA. Do yourself a favor and actually, um, you know, read about it, guys. Uh, you know, knowledge is obviously power. And um, the FA on some of these coins, um, if it is solid, if you combine it with strong essay sentiment analysis, is great. And I think I, I just want to address something earlier. Um, there's, a, I guess there's a, a, a YouTuber called Bitcoin Ben or Bitcoin Benny, who's, uh, who's solid. You know, I, I don't, I, I have actually watched some of his stuff. He's solid. He's a good guy. He, he knows good stuff. Um, but he seems like he just goes with strong FA and he doesn't go with actually the essay around the whole field. So, um, a lot of times, and, and it's kind of, it's kind of ironic, but a lot of times the people that have really strong essay are these young guns that are coming in, you know, sub 30 years old, coming in and networking because that's what you know young kids like to do they just like to talk they like to network and so forth and they get sort of the overall scope of the coin um just through that just through hardcore networking within other you know young kids and so forth and getting kind of a feel about how the market is remember guys that um the people that you see trading every single day the average trader they're trading with only a few thousand dollars guys they're not trading with big money big money trades over the counter Big money doesn't trade, um, you know, in exchanges and so forth. Yes, once in a while you will see a whale come in with 50 to 60 Bitcoin, but the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot of money comparable to what actually how big money trades. So SA is really, really important when it comes to, especially when it comes to day trading. Um, and uh, that's what a lot of these younger kids do. Now, I'm not going to say Bitcoin Benny is an old guy, but he's on the older side of things. And um, I'm not sure just how plugged in he is when it comes to the overall essay. So I disagree with what he says on Litecoin. He's a great fundamental analysis. And I, you know, I respect him completely. Um, but I just don't think he understands the grasp what, how the, how the average trader is looking at Litecoin right now. And I think that what I'm saying about Litecoin and how people are sort of, you know, getting away from Litecoin is actually coming true and it's actually playing out. Yeah, that's uh, that's massive. Uh, you know, it's to, you got to have in this space. You got to have your your fingers in all of the different informational pies, right? You, look, some people say do one thing and do it well. 
okay. Well, if you're going to do that, have some other people around you that do the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, good point. Good point. Exactly. So, it's just, you know, it's, it, that, that's just, you know, my opinion, guys, like I said, um, you know, nothing against the guy. The guy makes some great videos. Um, I think he, you know, made some good videos on Komodo. Um, I mean, that's where I actually first looked at his first video was on Komodo. And, um, you know, like I said, once again, you know, Komodo, fantastic coin FA wise, but guess what? I'm not sure that he, he, he realized it, but, um, essay wise, uh, you know, Komodo is extremely hard to design on. Um, it was it was made clear when people tried to build Daikos on on Komodo, and even though Komodo was the first Daiko platform, um, it didn't get the boost it needed to do because of how difficult it was to program on Komodo's platform. So people didn't go to Komodo, and as you can see right now, if you actually look at Komodo's price, Komodo's going down. Komodo was forty thousand satoshis last year around December time, and now it's thirty-two thousand satoshis. So SA does have a very, very big impact in this space, guys, especially since 98% like, of cryptocurrencies are speculative right now. No one really has very strong concrete tech that is, you know, blowing the, you know, the world, like, like really introducing into the world right now, guys. Everything is sort of speculative. Everything is sort of alpha beta phase. It's not, not really concrete. So that's why SA is so, so important. The crypto space is very young, guys. We're still in its infancy. Yeah, in fact, Komodo does not look good on the no, charts right now. Exactly, it's another coin that doesn't look good, and but it has strong FA, guys. I'm not saying it doesn't have strong FA. It has strong FA, but the SA behind it is not good, which is why it's not going to play out nicely on TA. It's just that simple. I almost want to bust out a pitch fan on this, but so what you're looking at chart-wise, which is reflecting what Z is talking about. Now, in all fairness, you know, in December, all the coins look good. And all this time, all the coins look terrible. So, you know, that's fine. What's different about this coin is that a lot of coins right here are starting to look good in this last, like, say, May, June area. And Komodo's just going down. Um, and it's breaking through. Like, it, you know, it kind of stopped here. We expected maybe to, to have, like, a support around, say, 3,100 Satoshi. And then it started to go up. Like, oh, cool. And then it started to float down. It broke that ascending trend line. And it re-bottomed, but it still it was a little bit up. There's still an ascending trend line from here. Uh, it stopped at like 33.80. So you could sort of say, okay, somewhat positive outlook from here, right? So you're still having a, a trend up, but now look where we are. Where is it going to stop? What if this doesn't stop till down here? So what you're looking at is this continuous decrease of sentiment on this thing. Um, it's just, you know, so who knows where it's going to stop. Usually what I do is I look for a bounce off of support or ascending trend line and look for that continued pattern and we're not seeing it. Yeah, correct. And, and you know, that's where, um, you know, like I said, guys, at, at the end of the day, we're here to maximize our profit. We're here to maximize our time. And the most, you know, obviously the most valuable asset in life is time, right? And uh, the cryptocurrency stage, like I said, is in, it's, in its infancy, which means that um, this is where you get the opportunity to get these massive, massive gains up. Eventually, guys, I have no doubt that you know regulatory you know bodies will come into cryptocurrencies. You know, there's going to be um, less volatility in the market. The big players are going to fully come in, and you're not going to see these crazy 200%, 300% gains. You know that that we're starting to see. So opportunity cost is absolutely critical 
when it comes to cryptocurrencies, guys. And that's what we're here to do. You know, that's why we always say, you know, we're not here to hodl. We're here to build. We're here to, you know, trade because, um, you know, you're you're essentially racing against time. And, you know, I, I can't harbor that enough, guys. I can't hound on, on that enough. Um, that's so critical. Way critical. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, another coin that I'm just going to look at really fast. It's a fan favorite. It is not mine. Um, it's Litecoin. Um, so I'm bringing that up. And one of the things I'm seeing with Litecoin is the same thing that I'm seeing with uh, with KMD. And it's the ascending trend line is being punctured and repunctured. And at some point, it's going to give in. Okay. So now that would be my supposition. We don't really know what's going to happen in the future. If we did, I probably wouldn't be here. I would be on a yacht with my new friends, as uh, Ron White puts it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, so if you look at this, you have a dip below trend line and it was now there was a nice bullish engulfing candle right here, um, which is like, okay, all the Litecoin people, they, you know, I don't know, shook some turns around in a box and then they read that it was going to do well through the tea leaves. And then they bought more right here. And then like, then they sold because the smart people like, Oh, I can maybe let go of some of my bags. And then like the smart people or the, the, the other people there. So there's not really much going on fundamentally with Litecoin. I know we talk about this every show, but basically I know that they're talking about, you know, like uh, building like a mainnet and, you know, doing something with it. It might be that the bad guys like, or I don't want to say the bad guys anymore, let's use those terms, but let's just say that the institutions have possibly taken over Litecoin and made just something with it, but we don't know any of that. And until we know something, I'm not trading it. That's something. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, that's that it's, it's outmoded technology. Crypto Z will tell you till he is blue in the face. Litecoin at this point with what we know is relatively useless. And basically Bitcoin through the Lightning Network is going to do exactly what Litecoin could do. So why have Litecoin at all? Yeah. And uh, and CEO, you know, I understand that Bix told you to buy Litecoin at, at highs as well. I mean, a lot of people did, unfortunately, a lot of people who, um, you know, uh, who don't really understand the entire space as a whole who just focus on one thing or the other um, looked at Litecoin. They really thought, hey, look, you know, I'm going to go ahead and believe, um, you know, the woo woo. I'm going to go ahead and believe, you know, Cliff's web bots and so forth, which, you know, he himself says it's only 50 percent accurate. Um, it, they, they believe in these kind of things without doing the other research that comes with it. And that causes, um, unfortunately, causes losses. And, you know, it's it's plain as day, guys. You know, if you go back to these guys' videos, they talk about how Litecoin should have rebounded by now. You sh you're talking about Litecoin being like in the high three figures to four figure digits uh, right now in this time frame. And, you know, I've been calling it since day one, guys, that it was going to drop. It was going to drop. It was going to drop. I kept saying, hey, look, you know, Litecoin is not good. It's going to drop. It's going to drop. It's going to drop. And here we are. It's 118 bucks. The next time Litecoin is supposed to peg to go down, last time I checked, um, it could go down all the way below $100. And um, I'm not saying that I don't, I wish it doesn't go below $100. Um, I hopefully it doesn't, guys. Um, but just know that if it does go down $100, you know, don't be surprised. Like, I keep saying it here and there that Litecoin just does not look good from a fundamental standpoint, from an SA standpoint, and now from a TA standpoint. Well, yeah, I just uh, brought up the the Bitcoin, um, the Litecoin Bitcoin pairing, and that's a really important thing to look at. So, you know, Litecoin essentially is Bitcoin. It's just like smaller and supposedly faster. So, 
at this point, if Bitcoin now is going to do the same thing as Litecoin, then I think what you're going to notice is that Bitcoin has the network effect. Bitcoin's the big boy. And so their use for Litecoin from an FA standpoint is decreasing. And as that is going on, see, see, February, March, everybody was, you know, I don't know, listening to people that liked Litecoin, right? But now the people I think are getting a clue. Um, we're seeing like we had this big ascending trend line and that actually got broken right here. And that's recently, that was uh, like May 20th is when the ascending trend line got broken. And so since then I've reestablished or it's reestablished this descending trend line that's going down. So basically you're puncturing the ascending trend line, which means it's just not holding anymore. And then you have a steady decrease in your trend line. What that tells me is that you have like this group of people who are slowly migrating away from Litecoin. It's a slow migration. People are starting to get a clue and there is going to be a critical mass. There is going to be a point at which enough people get a clue. And then all of a sudden you're going to see possibly a very long red bar downwards. Now, personally, if I have a crypto of any kind that has a potential of a long red bar downwards, I don't hold it. I sell it. That's that's all I want to say about Litecoin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, you know, you and I got out of Litecoin a while ago. We we indicated stop loss points at like 175 to like trailing down to 135, guys. I mean, it's just what it is. Litecoin is going with Bitcoin right now. If Bitcoin rises up, you could possibly see Litecoin rise up. Like I said, you know, it's been the little brother to Bitcoin. It's been riding on Bitcoin's coattails. And um, in terms of actual value against Bitcoin, though, Litecoin is dropping. Um, if you actually look at Litecoin's Satoshi value right now, that's what Litecoin we're looking Satoshi at right value, now. Yeah, Litecoin Satoshi yeah. value is 0 0.0157, guys. It's 0 0.0157. Um, <clears throat> the last show we had on Monday, it was 0 0.0159. The previous show before that was 0 0.0162. Um, so it's been trailing downwards in terms of actually Satoshi value. Um, so yeah, it just doesn't, just doesn't look good. Yeah. It needs a new boost in FA. Uh, but you know, it's, it's going to be a, a quarter of the price of Bitcoin, isn't it? Isn't that what uh, somebody said? I forget who it was. Well, yeah, a quarter of the price of Bitcoin, but it's just, it, it's just the, the fact that the timestamps, you know, by now guys, you know, those guys, those other guys that, you know, are closely inside the same kind of space as us have been indicating Litecoin to be, you know, upwards of 300, 400, $500. I mean, where is it guys? And, and guys, here's the thing. We had some, we had some very positive calls on Litecoin here, but they, but things changed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I that's mean we, on this show, we've talked about, about, um, you know, some some potential gains for Litecoin and looking at it being one fifth of like of Bitcoin and stuff like that. But then things shifted big time. And as soon as it did, you guys brought it out. And that's what goes back to not being married to a token. Exactly. Guys, you know, the, the game changes all the time for any industry out there, guys, you know, when it, for, for housing, for, you know, gold, silver, everything, just it, everything. Just, it changes consistently. Actually, I guess gold and silver would be. Um, more of the stable side of things but for every really trading industry guys it always shifts there is sentiment shift that comes in guys it's just how it is it doesn't matter how big the stock is for example toys r us all these big hitters like you know um sports authority and so forth they went out of business in a sense they went out of business in their brick and mortar because they couldn't keep up it, it's that's just how the world works
if you can't keep up, you're going to fall behind, you know, you're not going to be worth as much. Just that simple. Yeah. Yep. That's it. You're going to see taillights and food lines. Yep. Yeah. By the way, um, I have posted uh, trading in 15 minutes a day is now on, actually it's on our homepage. It's also on the watches trade page. Just look for it. You'll see the road coin special. Mm -hmm. nice. do, do we have anything else to cover anybody? Um, no, nothing else. Uh, just, just reiterating the fact guys, I am confirming all of the uh, uh, mandala stuff guys. Um, I, you know, I have over 500 entries, so it, it takes a little bit of time. I got to go through each one of them and check them up and make sure they're all good and stuff. Um, but uh, you know, these opportunities guys like Mandala are going to be available for all watches trade people. I, um, I'm going to have more opportunities like this guys, because I'm not from the U S I'm not a U.S. citizen. <clears throat> He's an illegal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a U.S. citizen. It's as simple as that. So, um, you know, hey, we're going to do me a favor. Z check your text messages really quick before we continue this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't have my phone with me, man. <laughs> okay, well let's 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 all discuss all that later because there are certain things that we are allowed to do, and certain things we're not, and we don't want anybody to get the idea that we're like doing something we're not supposed to do. So no, 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 no. no. Well, well, this I'm going to make it very clear. Yeah. Now, remember, guys, this is this is nothing to do with rogue money. This is nothing to do with watches trade. This is an added benefit that I personally bring into the room. I personally bring into the room. And just because, just because you know the people inside there are great, so I'm adding, I'm adding my own little twist into things, guys. This has nothing to do with these guys. Um, this is my own little special. So we, you know, I will be pulling for, um, for Ven, um, for the Ven ICOs, guys. It's just that simple. I will be pulling for the Ven ICOs, and watches trade personnel will have first dibs into this. Absolutely. Very mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, so it's it's killer, guys. I mean, look, you got you got uh, you know Crypto Z who's just bringing major opportunities right now, um, you know, and and and, it, and you know all on the up and up. It's all upward. Um, you know, we've got the charting, we've got uh, everything happening, we've got uh, just all this entertainment that's just really so fun, um, and it's all available on uh, www.thecryptoschool.io. I'm going to bring this up and uh, let the guys you know talk about the site and stuff like that. Yep, and I will be. Um, I also will be. Uh, what's it called? Um, I, I totally forgot. Uh, I will be going very large into two of these Ven ICOs, guys. Just to give you guys a heads up, I told you guys what I got into Mandala. I'm not gonna say it on air, but I told everybody clear cut what I got into Mandala. You could see it clear as day through the transactions, and um, and for the Ven ICOs, I'm going to be going even bigger than that. So. Um, I'm very, very excited about the Venn ICOs, guys. I'm telling you right now, do not sleep on them. Um, these, the essay among the Venn ICOs is so large that it encompasses like probably a quarter of the space, guys, the quarter of the traders in the space. It is everywhere. Every single major, you know, YouTube channel out there is talking about the Venn ICOs, guys, coming up. And, um, you know, we're going to have exclusive access to them. So, hey. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Folks, thank you all for listening in. Uh, closing comments. Uh, we'll start with you, Cowboy. We'll go around the room and give our closing comments. Oh, just want to give a thank you to everybody, including all you guys uh, that I work with here at Rogue and everybody in the room. And this is I, I do what I love. I spend my day doing exactly what I like to do, and I have everybody here to thank for it. And I remain in that state of gratitude as much as I can. And that's my final comments. Perfect. See. You. 
Um, I'm, you know, guys, I am absolutely fortunate you guys are here with us, guys. Uh, just tuning into the show is, is great, guys. Um, I hope you guys, you know, take some of these free calls and, and free charts that we do um, for your entertainment, of course, but take, you know, try to understand, try to learn, guys. Um, obviously, you want to teach you guys how to fish. And, um, you know, we give out free calls. You know, B&B was a free call. Juan was a free call, Frank. Um, you know, then was a free call. Like, you know, these are these are free calls that we like to give out here on the show, guys. Um, you know, there's no strings attached. Um, if what you guys want to do with our free calls is is up to you. Um, this is what I am personally going to go be going into. This is what Cowboy goes into. So a lot of times these free calls end up playing out quite nicely. And um, you know, we do our research behind it, guys. This is we don't use woo woo when it comes to our money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And spe speaking of one of those, I made a call on uh, Juan like yesterday um, where I was going to buy some. And uh, in the last like few minutes, it jumped from 55, 56,000 Satoshi all the way up to 64, 63, uh, we'll say 64,000 Satoshi. So 55 to 64, that comes to 9,000 Satoshi. That is one sixth. So that's we, everybody, I think, just got like a 12. 0.5% gain on that really quick. You, you know, that that's overnight, guys. That's overnight. We, overnight. We, we, we just got that overnight. I, I didn't even know this because I've been just been so out of it. But, um, you know, that's fantastic, guys. These are things, you know, these are strong coins that, you know, Cowboy covers completely on the TA. Every single call that we do in the room, guys, is followed with technical analysis. We don't we don't just say things just to say things. Every single call follows with technical analysis. There's a reason behind these calls. Every yep. single one that we do. Uh, there's always a reason behind it, guys. It's not just, you know, hey, look, you know, the North Star looks a little bit more bright tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, like, it's not like that, guys. Um, it's all... Well, Crikey, Crikey, you need to stop it now, see? My name's Schizo Lizard. <laughs> I see a very strong move in Litecoin, and I see that Litecoin will be $7,000 by June the 12th. And I also see Bitcoin going to $50 million by June the 11th because the 11th coincides with the Uranus. And the Uranus <laughs> is uh, lined up perfectly. Uh, so Uranus is it, it's right. Uranus spot. is lined up perfectly. <laughs> it's lined up perfectly. So that's why Bitcoin is $50,000. Why are you laughing at me? I am schizo lizard. Hello. Hello. You know, on, a, on, a serious, on a serious note, uh, I think there are a lot of people in the crypto realm right now who are either ready to ready to turn away and run because of some of yeah. the developments in the community or they're starting to grow up. And if you yeah. want to grow up, then watch this trade is where you need to be. Yeah. Um, we have a couple. Present Frank. Go ahead, man. Close yeah, the comments. Go we we have. What would you call me? Present Frank because he referred to you as past Frank in your, in your former <laughs> love. That's your true. former That's love true. for Litecoin. Listen, Z, a, Z, past, I, past Frank was terrible, guys. I, Just don't, don't be like past Frank. I'm going to make a shirt that says, don't I, be like past Frank. God, you guys That's abused Frank. me so much. Listen, I, I human trafficked my grandmother to buy more mandala. <laughs> and and nothing nothing pleases you, Z. I, all I'm trying to do is, it's fun. I'm like 15 years older than you, and I'm trying to gain your approval like you're some kind of father figure. <laughs> You're like, you're, you're like this horrible dad who just keeps abusing me. No. Meanwhile, meanwhile I've got like underwear older than you. Um, is your grandmother's name Aisha? 
my god. Listen, big announcements before people tune us out. Big, we've got big stuff coming up. We're going to be announcing very soon. We we hoped it would be out now. We're already we already have some test clients for the exchange we've been teasing you guys with. Uh, people are coming into that every day, and we just want to make sure everything is fine tuned and ready to go. Exactly. But uh, we really are, folks. We we feel all of us feel blessed and excited okay. because we're part of something pretty huge and and. Uh, uh, we think it's going to be revolutionary. We we think talk about growing up. We think that this is this is going to be that um, that special deregulated solution that that people are looking for. So, um, uh, and also, if I hope you guys don't mind, V and I we talked about about this uh, mentioning this. Uh, we did some cool stuff at RemainCom.net. That's that's our other little thing that we do. And uh, if you have collection issues, go check that out. RemainCom.net. That's for people I who did this morning, Frank. Uh, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, but we we said we were gonna talk. You wanted me to talk about it here too. Oh no, um, that's good. Yeah, but um, that's that's especially if if you've defaulted on stuff and you've got collectors coming after you, uh, that's what we specialize at at RemainCom.net for helping people who are uh, in danger of things like bank garnishments and wage garnishments and stuff like that. So check that out, RemainCom.net. But more important, check out the Crypto School. .io. The CryptoSchool.io, we have our educational video series for those of you who want to get involved in cryptos, but you're just afraid to, to go too deep without any training. We've got some great beginners videos for you and they get deeper and deeper as you go. And then of course we have Watch Us Trade where you get all the stuff that CryptoZ and Crypto Cowboy have been talking about on our show this afternoon. So check that out at the CryptoSchool.io. Absolutely. And we'll be having a crypto payment solution for the school as well. And with that being said, on. folks... We're over and we're out. Hasta la pasta, everyone. No over and out. Over and out. <laughs> <laughs>